Welcome everyone to the NTU Wellness Podcast. I'm your guide, Natasha, bringing you your weekly conversation around Ayurveda, yoga, and that beautiful intuitive wisdom we have within. Welcome back everyone to this week's episode. So good to have you here. All right, so I'm going to continue with heart health this week. I'm going to look at heart health by the dosha. So we all know that excessive mental and emotional stress really challenges the heart. So it's super important to manage these the best you can. The best choice for these high impact strategies really relates to which dosha is pushing your mental and emotional triggers. These triggers are resulting in imbalances within the body, the mind, and the emotions. And this is brought on by the stress. You want to go beyond just managing stress. You want to get to this point where you're actually nourishing the emotional and physical health and heart. When we nourish the heart connection, it helps to keep the heart from just wasting away. So looking at this through the different doshas, let's start with vata. So the vata types can really stress themselves out all by themselves. They don't need a lot here to push them to get into a stressful state. And the reason here is that they have this worrisome mind that can really lead to a sense of anxiety. So what can we do? We can try relieving this frantic nervous energy through physical activity like yoga, by meditating, and by allowing our creative expression to come out as this helps to reduce the vata stress. Now for Pitta Dosha, according to Ayurvedic wisdom on heart health, Pitta's sharp and penetrating nature is often the instigator that first damages the blood vessel walls. Pittas put pressure on themselves and others to perform and to manage everything to the best and to do it almost perfectly. So what can we do for a pitta is start looking at eating a pitta pacifying diet. This will help to reduce those toxins or alma, which are particularly harmful for this dosha. So take a breath, let go of this need of perfection, of getting everything done, and just be involved in this cooling, non-competitive place of just slowing down, looking at activities where it's not a competition, such as swimming or just strolling in the park, going for moonlight walks. These can all be very cooling for Pitta. And then let's also go into the Kapha Dosha. So Kaphas need to move to reduce stress. Kaphas tend to be the ones that are most lethargic, most sedentary in their lives. So it's important for them to really get up and do some kind of daily movement. Because kaphas are encouraged to take action and to move, this is done better when there is a social connection. So trying a yoga class, making a date with friends, go for a walk and make it a more vigorous walk than just a relaxing walk. When we look at kapha, it doesn't take much to deter kapha from doing any daily activity. So having an alternate plan for walking if the weather is bad, maybe finding a space that's within, maybe it's a walking track within a gym or somewhere 
where you can be out of the weather or just climbing stairs in your home or taking on some of those online options that are out there if you don't want to leave your home that you can get motivated to even move your body for 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes a day. So when we look at some of these factoids from the heart, there's a research center called Heart Math, and this is a center for the heart-brain connection. And you can find it at heartmath.com. So some of the research shows that the human heart's magnetic field can be felt from several feet away. Also, negative emotions create the nervous system, this chaos, and positive emotions will do the opposite. The heart here sends signals to the brain that can influence the perceptions, the emotional experience, and also the higher mental processes. All right, so we've touched on some points about the doshas and heart health, and we know that stress is hard on the heart. So leaning into one or two of these heart healthy behaviors can be really beneficial. So let's look at some heart healthy behaviors. So number one is soothe. Try warm baths, try self massage or abhyanga massage, spend some time with friends, connect through a spiritual level and have experiences that lift you and build you up. This can also include meditation, taking some time out of your day, whether it's outside a walking meditation or taking some time within your day for a meditation in your home. We know that some forms of meditation are proven to actually lower the blood pressure. And this is something that can reverse the blockages in the arteries and also invite bliss into our lives. All right, so number two, is eat right. So attend to that what, when, and how strategy to when you're eating. And this will help us to reduce ALMA or those toxins. And we can do this with organic and freshly prepared foods. And we can cook this with a variety of spices. And the spices can be geared to whatever dosha we are and what dosha or the season that we're in. When we eat more fruits and vegetables, and now if you're in the Northern Hemisphere and you're going into, we're going into this Vata season, remember we're cooking these foods, these fruits and vegetables and staying away from the raw. But we can use this way of how we prepare our food. We can use the spices to really bring to life nature's intelligence. Number three is nourish the good times. When we cultivate positive emotions, we learn what brings us happiness and bliss, and we just need to do more of that. When we experience these and really embody them from this place of being mindful of the experience itself and the the emotional impact that it has on us can really, again, nurture and nourish us. Number four is move it. Daily exercise. We want to exercise moderately and regularly. This doesn't mean that this has to be a high impact movement practice, 
but just doing something daily that moves the body. This helps to move stagnation, not only from the physical sense, but also from the emotions, helps to move thoughts through as well. So you can find something that you really enjoy doing physically and just keep it up, keep doing it on a daily basis. Remember, if you don't enjoy it, the commitment will fade and then you'll find excuses not to do, to do this daily activity. Number five, keep it clean. All right, so what do I mean by this? This can mean lots of things, but let's start with making sure that we're not having too much caffeine, alcohol, or sugar as all of these weakens the liver and the digestive power. And this can all lead to accumulating ALMA or those toxins. And we already know that toxins in ALMA are not good for the heart. When we look at our foods, also reducing chemicals that are in our foods. So trying to buy fresh and locally and organic when you can. And this also goes to those products that we're putting onto our skin and in our household. The more we can live with a toxin-free and chemical-free environment, the less that we're going to bring this into our bodies. And finally, the last one that I want to touch on today is invite restful sleep. We know how important sleep is. One of the things here is it rests the heart and helps us to support the digestion of the food, of the emotions and the thoughts. When we go to bed at a regular time, and I mentioned this before, ideally before 10 p.m., we establish this anticipation and this habit of getting a good quality and restful sleep. Ways that we can prepare for this is turning off electronics prior, at least half an hour prior to setting yourself up for bed. You can listen to soft music for 30 minutes prior to bedtime. And another thing we can do here is really keep your bedroom free and clear of clutter, and that's including your electronics. So the funny thing here is, I, as I suspect, that really none of these things that I've said to you actually surprises you. Perhaps, however, repeating this information will remind you and encourage you to really establish yourself more strongly in routines, rituals, and habits that are healthy for our heart, also for our mind, our emotions, and our soul. All right, so I want to end off today with an Ayurvedic action. And this is, and this action is a fruit stew, which gives us a heart healthy breakfast. So the recipe here is, is one whole fresh sweet apple or pear, core it and peel it. Next, you want three whole cloves and you can either use a powdered blend of cloves cinnamon and cardamom, and you wanna do this to taste. Then you want a quarter cup of purified water and one teaspoon of ghee. Now, if you don't have ghee, you could use butter here instead, but ghee makes this really nice. All right, so what you wanna do is core and peel, slice or dice this piece of fruit, whether it's apple or pear, Add your cloves, or you can add those powdered spices of cloves, cinnamon, and cardamom to 
to your taste. Then add your fruit and water in a covered pot. Cook it until the pear or apple or both, you could put a combination of both of these, is soft. Discard, if you're using whole cloves, discard those and then sweeten it with either a raw honey or even a maple syrup can be good here. Probably around half a teaspoon of raw honey or the maple syrup. Just remember when we're adding in that raw honey is to make sure that the apple and the pear has cooled a bit so that you're not adding the honey to super hot as that kills the good stuff and the good bacteria within the honey and the good property. And it destroys those good properties in the honey. All right, and then cool and then enjoy and eat. So this is something nice, especially around this time of year in the fall that we can have this as something to get us started, keep us warm. And it's something to, that you can have as a snack at any time as well. All right, so thank you for joining me today. I hope this gives you a little bit more information about how we can take care of our heart in a healthy way. And with that, remember that if you're looking for some of that daily movement to add into your routine, your daily routine, right now for $10 for 10 days, I have my workout library available. So it's a great special offer right now. For 10 days, for the amount of $10, that's a dollar a day, that you can get everything that's in my workout library. And remember, this includes yoga practices, core and strength training practices, includes meditations, includes moving with the goddess practices, includes moon rituals for the full and new moon. And right now, it also includes, as coming available this week, a new series that I'm bringing in, which is working with the chakras. And this week, we're going to be working with the root chakra. So this is going to include a movement practice with meditation and how we can bring a little bit more harmony to that root chakra. So I hope you'll join me in the workout library again right now. It's available until October 30th for 10 days for $10. All right. And then also on top of that, remember, if you're looking for a Ayurvedic digestive reset or cleanse, I do have my cleanse boot camp running right now. It is available until mid-November, and it's a great way that you can reset that digestion, whether you're doing it one day, three days, five days, or seven days. And within that, there are two options. You can just get the basic protocol, or you could get the more in-depth protocol, which has practices, meditations, journaling prompts, and the whole protocol as well. And those are available within my website at www.ayurvedicwellnessbynatasha.com. And I'll leave that link in the notes for you. Anyways, with that, I want to end this today by reminding you that you can create better health and open the door to remembrance of we are capable of self-healing. Go out there. Have an amazingly awesome day and remember to always be your unique and fabulous self. Thanks for joining me. We'll see you next week. Mm -hmm.